Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How do I sound now? I sound okay? Would you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Okay, here we go. It is another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldrich here in cold ass DC. In the Bay, Marcus Thompson. And our guest, our boy BT, Brad Turner from the LA Times. What is up, man? The flyest in the room, BT, baby. (laughs) Hey, hey, DA, you said cold ass DC? Yes, sir. Well, I'm in Southern California, and for us, if it's 60, it's cold. I know, y'all. So, yeah, I know. Hey, yo, no, it's freezing <laughs> so, out here in the Bay. Like, like it's ice thank, cold. Thank you, Mark. I mean, it's like thank 55, you, but. <laughs> right. That's cold for us. But y'all get yeah, that. We out y'all here get suffering. that Bay wind. So, but Mark, BT, y'all get that Santa, that warm-ass Santa Ana wind. I don't even want to hear about no cold in, in L.A. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. We ain't got it recently. <laughs> I promise like, you They don't understand. Some- BT no. man, when you in Cali, your whole client, your body climate is different. It, it's feel like Orchard Park sometimes. Like we out here struggling. Y'all get sometimes. so spoiled by the weather up there. I swear to man. God, it's crazy. Man, That's why we pay all yes, that money do. to live here, right? Right, man, right, right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> My boy yeah. used to work out. Used to work for the Pac-10 Network. Mm. He could the the cheapest thing he could find literally was eighty miles from from San Fran. <laughs> that was the only. And he was making decent bank, you know what I'm saying? And all he could find was some, I don't even know where it was, like someplace I'd never heard of. 80 miles from uh, from from San Fran, man. And he worked downtown. So that was the commute every day. Look, Dang. we all can't be like Marcus living next door to Steph Curry. You know, we just you can't, can't make that kind of game. bank. We don't all make that I mean, kind of bank. You know what I mean? We can't I be know. like Marcus. I got you. I got you know, you. I'm blessed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we're blessed, too, because we got BT to talk about all things L.A. basketball. He does the Clippers and the Lakers better than anybody. Man, we were talking Ever before, in man. History. In the history. we Look, I know why the Lakers aren't any good. We all know. LeBron said it like day two. We ain't got no shooters. We can't shoot. That's, that's right. pretty, pretty obvious, right? But I can't figure the Clippers out. Like, I know Kawhi's just getting back, but it's something – Something not right about that squad. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And I don't, you would know better than I do. I think John has been a good soldier. You know, I come off the bench. I ain't trying to make no waves. Let me just play my 18, 20 minutes and get out of here. But you tell me, man, because something's not right with that squad. I don't know what it is. Man. No, I'll start with the injuries. Yeah. I mean, there was a game where there was no Kawhi, no Paul George. No Reggie Jackson. I mean, no Luke Kennard. No Norm Powell. Yeah. Well, obviously you can't win right, when right, guys right. can't play. And then again, I covered one of the Clipper games on Saturday against the Wizards. 
yeah. your local team, they're difficult to watch the Wizards <laughs> play, but Kawhi played. And we saw a Kawhi moment. Fourth yeah. quarter, Clippers are up by, I think, two or three. Yeah. He scored eight straight points. Game right. over. Got right to his That's spot. That's what they Just right got right to his, to his spot. spot. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yep. But during that game, Paul George didn't play. Luke Kennard did play, and he was really good, spacing the floor with his three-point shots. But until they get whole, we don't know who they're going to be. They want to hold on to this, Marcus. Their idea is like last year you had your Golden State Warriors. Steph was out for a while, injured. He came back late, late in the season, and they ended up winning the championship. They want to hold on to the Boston Celtics. Started slow, and they found themselves in the finals. That all sounds good, and that worked. But at some point, you have to have your entire team out there playing games. And I think they're getting close to that threshold where if they can't get everyone healthy to play, just to say, 40-some games together, then trying to think about winning a title would be difficult for them to do. But they have the talent, and they're deep. Damn, they're deep. But yeah. they can never get all those guys to play together. It feels like the problem with them is because of that. Like even the guys who normally would play well, they're they feel like they're kind of off, right? Ooh. Like nobody's in a rhythm, and that's like when we saw the Clippers playing well in the playoffs. It's because they had like seven, eight guys who were just so in sync with each other because they've been playing without superstars, right? They just knew what's up, and now you got, you know, you got Coffee trying to find find his way. You know, you got Man, right? You got Norman Powell in and out. But but even with that, it does feel like, you know, if you get everybody healthy, these guys will have some, like, experience. We've seen it. The question is, will they get their big guns back? To me, that's the difference. Like, you get Kawhi back, now you get Paul George back well, and healthy at the right Kawhi time. Back. You, you can make Kawhi. a run. But that's, to yeah. me, that's the bigger question is, like, will, yeah. you, will it yeah. ever actually happen? And that's the question that Ty Lue is wrestling with all the time. It's trying to be trying to put together a team that's more consistent. I mean, injuries, as he always says, every coach says, it's part of the game. But I know it drives him crazy because he has said a thousand times the offense was geared around Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. So when they're not playing, you're now trying to shift a few things to let it be a free-throwing offense around all the guys. And then Paul shows back up. He's playing great. So now things change a little bit more. And then Kawhi comes back and Paul George and Kawhi are both out there playing. Things shift back to what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And now you have PG's out again. I mean, how are they making this work? How is it going to go going forward? I want to see because I'm a Ty Lue fan. I mean, that's my dude. I think he's one of the top five best coaches in the NBA. His yeah. in-game management is incredible. <laughs> His practices are great. Him not being afraid to tell Kawhi, nah, dude, you ain't really getting it done when he's playing. It's amazing. I just go back to what he did with uh, LeBron James. Yeah. He yeah. gave LeBron that business. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. And they won a title. Yeah. And he got these dudes 18 and 14, right? They still. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. right. Yeah. Oh, they still, still there? Yeah, right yeah, right they there. Right. Yes. BT, I think their best lineup is with 
Batum at the five. I think the small ball is mm. by far their best lineup. What you think? I mean, you see them more than I do, but when I've seen them go small, they look good because Kennard becomes a playmaker there, not just a spot-up shooter, and that's when they really get dangerous to me. Well, Dave, and you guys know, because I love Paris so much, Yeah, Nick is my favorite clipper. There you go. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He and I are both they they born right together now. over the you know World Cup, huh? It is. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, you. I, I bet you were sad Sunday, weren't you? Yes, I was. Let me tell you something, man. I don't know nothing about soccer, man, but that that was amazing. That match was incredible. Man. Yes, and man. I was happy for Messi, but that Mbappe, God. Man, man. Yeah, that dude, man, monster, dude. That dude is Luka a monster. <laughs> you know, and, and a quick aside, someone Jay said someone put a video up of Mbappe with Kobe yeah. when they were playing together, just kind of messing around back in France years yeah. ago. Yeah, and they were like, "Man, Kobe had a, had a little skills there." Yeah, but, I mean, when it comes to soccer, Mbappe Ooh. is like that, that guy. That dude, man. <laughs> he so that is dude. Messi, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no. to, but to your point, though, DA, I, th- I, um, I think you're right. Because with Nick, he's a good defender. He's smart, moves the ball, can shoot the three, can defend on the wing, can defend enough of the big guys down low. And in the NBA, how many big centers are there? Right. Like Jokic, Embiid. There's like four. Clippers. Yeah, there's like right. four, maybe. You know, AD you know, when he's healthy, you know, but. When it, right. And the flip side becomes those centers have to step out and defend him on the wing. Yeah. And he's great at making those corner threes. He's great at making the right passes. I mean, I covered one of the Clipper games where they were down playing Dallas. Yeah. I mean, and Nick Patoon. A Nicholas Batum. <laughs> I think I think he made all seven of his three point shots. Yeah. I mean, watch it. I mean, catch and shoot, bam, bam, bam. Got to the point where the Clippers came back from a double digit deficit, had a chance to win the game because of his great shooting and because Paul George knew he would get double teamed by the Mavericks and he kept finding Nick. Yeah. Tyloo kept winning the same play over and over again just to get Nick prepared for that, get him ready to be able to make those shots. So he is, um, being that small ball five, I think it's worked for them. It's something that's kind of become a, a weapon for the Clippers. Yeah, because when they were here in D.C., that was he, he won the game because mm. Porzingis was the five and he was late getting out to him. You know, like he for some reason he was on, he was still, he was still hugged up to John. And I'm like, why are you, John can't shoot. Why are you hugged up on John? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's hard. You know, it's, them fives don't like coming out there, to your point, no. right? No, they, they don't want to be out there because they lived in the paint since they were five years old. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you say, hey, um, this is a three-point shooting team. Go out to the perimeter. And if the thought is, no, I'm protecting the paint. But there's no one in the paint to protect the ball from, young fella. <laughs> you know, so I, I get it. I can... I want to imagine. I would have loved to see what Shaq would have done. <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have loved to see funny. Shaq covering Steph Curry on the <laughs> right off that split action. The- <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Oh my that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Be hilarious. What's uh, uh, what's going on with the shooting? I feel like the Clippers last year were 
one of the best three point shooting teams in the league. That was like oh. a big weapon. It feels like it feels like they don't make shots like they used to, but it's the same guys shooting it. What you think it's just that rhythm thing you were talking about? You know, I think it is. I think it has to be because, as you said, they were the top three, one of the top three point shooting teams last year. This season, not so much. Yeah. You know, and they rely on Paul and on Kawhi <laughs> so much. I mean, the one guy who seems to be struggling with his shot the most and has been inconsistent is Reggie Jackson. Hmm. In his case, when you start to wonder, was he looking over his shoulder because John Wall is here? Or is he just trying to do too much when Paul and Kawhi are out? I mean, I don't, I'm not quite sure what's going on with him. He's had some really good games, but he's had some games where he just missed a lot of shots that we've seen him make. <laughs> all the time, yeah. you know, and like anyone, your confidence gets a little shaky, and there are times it appears as if Brady's uh, confidence was shaking some. It's funny because, I, again, I have gotten no sense, and, and John was, I mean, pretty, you know, he he was like, I don't want to start. Like, I, you know, I mean, he was, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I was wondering, like, of course, because of, of their history, I, I understand it's not going to be fluid and smooth, but I thought it would be workable. You know what I'm saying? Like they make it work, and I, it it's, it would surprise me if Reggie was looking over his shoulder like that because mm. everybody understand he's the man out there now. You know he got the he got the contract, well deserved contract too. It sounds right. good uh, though, but that is John Wall. <laughs> yeah, no, no, true, true facts. That's true. That's true. But John is not. He's not John anymore. That's that would that peak John. That 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 dude's right. gone. You know what I mean? Like that guy was the fastest guy with the ball I've ever seen in the NBA. And he's not that guy anymore. He's still really fast with the ball, but he ain't, right. he ain't what he was back in the day, day now. No, and in a way, I look at John coming off the bench to provide him a spark in some ways similar to what the Lakers are doing with Russell Westbrook. Right, yeah. I mean, Russell is not that Russell we saw when he was up for City, for sure, but he's still pretty damn good. Yep, he yep. still can get to the basket, still can attack, and still run an offense the way he does. You know, so those are the two guys that I kind of look at and go, okay, now they're both basically six men. Now, how do you do with that? I mean, in the case of John, I just recall the Clippers saying that they liked the idea of him coming off the bench, so it changed what they did offensively. They right. ran more. They got some easy buckets, right? Instead easy of wrestling buckets. all the time like they do, all right? All the time. Yeah, yeah. And that was something they hadn't been really good at over the years. They were last in pace and fast make points the last couple of years. Not anymore. Not with John Wall being there. And, D, I tell you what, if he was any faster than what he's been here, ah, damn. Yeah, but that's how good he was. That's what I'm saying, man. Before, right. he, before he got <laughs> right. hurt, when he had his wheels, oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. But he's, still, yeah. but he's still fast. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's still fast. Right, with right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, no, they definitely need that spark, right? Like you said, somebody to push the pace a little bit and get them some easy stuff. So they're not wrestling for 22 seconds every time, right? Right, exactly. And one thing he has been good with, him being John Wall, the pick and roll with Zubac. He and Zubac sort of set up a little thing where they're talking to learn each other, understand each other, and Zub loves playing with John because now he gets the ball a little bit more often. Yeah, no, that's that that's that Gortat. See, that's why John, John was so yeah, good. John's the best pick and roll guy I've ever seen with a big. 
Like he get wow. Gortat like layup after layup after layup, and Gortat was great rolling. Don't get me wrong, he was great right. rolling. But that John is just—he's got a gift for that. It's unbelievable. All right, BT. They said it couldn't yes, be sir. done. They said he Uh-oh. wouldn't do it. They said it was a problem and a disaster. <laughs> they said he was washed. Explain to the people how in the world Russell Westbrook has really pulled off this this reserve thing and really owned it in a way that people, the people like David Aldrich, said he couldn't do. No, he didn't. <laughs> put that on DA. Come on, stop. Don't, don't be putting no bullshit like I know, that. Because right? people going to take that and run with it. Huh? <laughs> exactly. Aldrich says Russell West, West, Westbrook is washed. Yeah, come on, man. Who in the world thought this was going to work? And it's working as man. best as it could. Man, Marcus, we all had the same thoughts. We wondered if it could work. And I'll tell you this, D.A., when the Lakers first signed Darvin Ham, I called all my guys up that knew him. I, mean, I, called, I called Mike Woodson yeah. in Indiana. He got off the golf course to talk to a brother. Yeah. Like, really kind of good. I called Chauncey. Yeah. I mean, I talked to Ty Lue, and everyone that I talked to said, you're going to love Darvin. He's real. Yeah. During the summer, Darvin and our boy talked a lot. Yeah. Like Russell, man, this is what I think is best for you and best for the team. They had to have these honest conversations. And Russell's got pride. Bro, sure, right? of course. I mean, he's, he's going into the Hall, Hall of Famer. Fame. He, first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> yeah. And last year, he had the finger pointed at him for everything that went wrong with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Now, was it all his fault? No. But did he share? Should he have shared some of that? Yes. Mm hmm. The idea that Russell decided that I'm going to do what's best for the team, something he always says, he wants to, his word is, I want to uplift my teammates. And he's proven that to be the case. I mean, Juan Toscano Anderson loves Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He thinks the world of him. Darvin Ham loves Russell Westbrook. They think the world of him. Now, he's okay with us in the media. He's just okay, which is fine. I mean, I ain't got to be with the guy every single day. Mm-hmm. But the idea that he pushes the pace, he's looking for teammates, that he's embraced what's happening with him, but more so, the fans here have embraced Russell Westbrook. He was getting booed mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. season. And D.A., the only guy I ever heard booed in my years of covering the Lakers was Kwame Brown. They stay by- Wow. They booed Kwame. Damn. And we felt bad for Kwame, like, oh man. They, wait, wait, wait. They booed him, and they didn't boo your boy. Uh, what, what was the boy that Kobe hated? The guard. Um, come on, you know oh. what it was, BT. Ah, he, he hated. He was from New York. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I'm drawing a blank. Smush, Smush Parker. Parker. Smush yeah, Parker. Yeah. Right. Uh, they didn't boo Smush. Uh, no, nah, they didn't. They cold booty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't think they I don't recall that. I just recall Kwame being booed and you felt bad for Kwame. Because yes, yes. he was this nice young man Not his fault. where I went through hell playing for one Michael Jeffrey Short. Yes he did. Yes he did. And then yes, they kind of come to play with Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's tough for a young fella. That's a one two for your ass, isn't it? <laughs> A historic one, too. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But to go back to Russell, man, last year the fans booed him a lot. But this year, no. 
They love this young man. They love this dude, man. He's embraced it. He's cheering the fans on. He's like, you know, give me love. Give us love. We're playing hard for you guys. Fans now really love him. He comes into the game. He gets an ovation, standing ovation from the fans. And what he will do is he will go and play his ass off. And he's playing good defense, really good defense. Now, he'll tell you, us in the media, that have always been a good defender. That's yeah, okay, true. right. Nah, <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, they, just like saying it gets cold in Qatar doing these in the summertime. <laughs> no, nah, bro. They, they, equate, they equate can do with a do do. Right, 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 right. right. No, it's not, right. not to say, yeah, you can play D. You always could play defense. Right. You just always didn't. <laughs> and then, I had, I had some of the old heads that would call me and say, "Man, Russ needs to get back on defense. Russ is not doing this." That was one game I recall where Russ there played the fourth quarter because mm-hmm. team was playing well and he wasn't doing everything that Darby wanted him to do. Yeah, a few games later. The Lakers were playing, I forget the team, but there was a sequence where they were going up and down the court. No one could score. And then all of a sudden, the opposing team got a rebound, and they were going on a fast break. Russell sprinted back on defense. And I know he was tired because right. AD was tired. And he was feeling it, but he sprinted back on defense. And I thought to myself, Darwin has now gotten to him. Darwin now has him playing the way Darwin wants him to play and the way he knows Russell can play. Mm-hmm. For me, that was a key moment in Russell's evolution and his ability to change his way of playing and change his thought process. And also that Darwin has now let him know you do all these things, you may not start, but you will finish games. Right. You could be on the court more often than not playing with LeBron and with AD. Yeah, that he's been finished. That's that's been the unique part, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he's extending his career. Like Absolutely. we were talking about him being yep. done after this last year. Yes, but the way he's attacked this, and the way like how productive he is, and I do think like coming off the bench gives him legs down the stretch. Like that dude, like hustles at the end of games. Like he is like he looked like old Russ at the end of games. I mean, it, it's impressive that Darvin's been able to do this, but, man, you got to shout out Russ for, like, really going all oh, out man. on it. Like, it's unbelievable. And sometimes he'll be out there with, like, Thomas Bryant and, you know, like, <laughs> right. like, like all these extras, and he's like, yo, I'm back in OKC right now. <laughs> right, Let's go. Right. Like, he's really bought into it. it. It's super impressive when you think about where he was. And then if you're Thomas Bryant or you're Juan Tuscana Anderson or you're Austin Reeves, you know – if he has the ball and I run, I'm going to get an easy look. Right. He is going to find me some way, somehow. He's going to look for me, and he wants me to also succeed. Yeah. So that helps. As Again, a Hall of Famer is telling someone like Austin Reeves, Thomas Bryant, I'll give you the ball. You just do your thing. Yeah. I will give you the rock.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you meant you mentioned D Ham, and obviously I, uh, uh, everybody knows D Ham, and I knew he was going to be a great head coach. But there's 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 being a great head coach, and there's being a great head coach for the Lakers. It's just a different animal, completely. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. So what has impressed you about D Ham coaching this team? I want to say how positive he's remained. Da, they started two and ten, right? And I'm thinking that. This is just going to be a difficult, tough season. We're going to the slaughterhouse here. Mm-hmm. But he kept saying, it's going to be okay. We're going to make this work. We're going to find a way to make this work. And he just stayed positive, man. I couldn't see that. I didn't understand that. But again, I go back to Tyson Billups, Mike Woodson, guys like that that knew him, that talked about this presence that he has. He can be an intimidating person because he's this big, gruff man. He's six seven, but he's a lovable guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone that you want to listen to. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the idea that the guys on the team, from LeBron to AD, have respect for him. Yes, he's won a title as a player in Detroit that beat, by the way, the Lakers. Right. He won a title as an assistant coach in Milwaukee. He's played with Hall of Famers. He's worked hard. He's paid his dues. And his first job in the NBA was with the Lakers. So he had a chance to spend time around Kobe Bryant, around the Lake organization. He knows how they do things, how they've um, run things, how they've had so much success. But being positive, man, I mean, I just think that just goes a long, long way. And it's resonated with that team and with the fan and with us in the media. I mean, I enjoy talking to him about anything. I mean, just about a nice cigar. Right. Or, in some cases, D.A., a nice glass of red wine. <laughs> See, we, can't, we can't do that. Like, that, that's, that's a BT special, right? You, you can, know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? We, you yes, can talk sir. to him about the finer <laughs> things in life. The rest of us, we don't. We, we have an experience. We're limited. We're in limited. a way that we, we can talk we about it. We ain't know? urbane like BT is. You know, world, <laughs> you know BT we ain't cultured, huh, D.A.? We, <laughs> Oh, go ahead, old man. Go ahead with that. Oh, no. All right. So, you know. so, so, uh, now obviously they were playing good, and then AD's out again. And I'm not going to clown on AD. I mean, guys, if he's hurt, he's hurt. I can't. You know, I'm not going to clown on dude. But how how did that kind of mess up what they were planning? I think to do in terms of the trade market, in terms of being buyers, and really maybe adding that piece that could really complement. LeBron and AD and Russ, that shooting piece, and what they may have to go do now? Man, that's an important question, DA. Trying to figure out what they should do. The one thing I've been told that they don't want to panic and make a move just to make one. They want to make the right move, of course. Right. right. But interesting enough, after the game on Sunday, my coworker Dylan Hernandez asked that very question. Does this mean now 
you should be more in the urgency to make a deal or do you stand pat? And LeBron's answer was, well, I just play here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I just right. want to be prepared. Maybe he learned his right lesson. Way. Maybe. Well, <laughs> hold on, Marcus. Yeah, he said all those things about, you know, I want to play right for the team, do all these things, help us win games with the bodies we have and all the guys here. I'm, I'm a part of this. He's get, he gets done with the interview. He's walking out of the press room, turns around and says, that's a question for Rob Palenka. Oh, <laughs> boy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wanted to make sure he got that point across. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, and we all laugh. Like, oh, Lesson okay, learned. Man, Here we go. Here the we go. You heard it, Rob. It's your job. <laughs> Get to work, oh. my brother. Is he going to start talking about how how great the Rams GM is again? Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking speaking of that, Rob Palinka, like, were they not prepared for AD to go down? Uh, I mean, the dude ain't played fifty games since the bubble. Like, this feels like it feels like if anybody should be ready for AD to miss a month, it should be the Lakers. Right. Like, were they? Not prepared for this? You know, I would say, how do you prepare for that in many ways? I mean, is there a backup center out there that can do what he does? No. You saying, you, you saying there's not another Anthony Davis out there? You saying there's no? There's, there's, no. there's, there's, only, one, there's only one AD. That's stunning. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the way it is. The only way they can prepare for that, well, prepare for it. When they traded for Russell, the thought was, if yeah. one of the two stars goes down, Russell becomes that third star, which he essentially is. But they were looking for the OKC Russell. Yeah. And he is obviously no longer that. Right. And teams are putting centers on Russ. Yes. To, yes. to defend him. Right. right. So that, in a way, is a sign of a little disrespect. You know, well, like, why some yeah. seven foot dude that can't move sideways guarding this electric point guard? But teams are willing to take that chance with him. Yeah. So, in that regard, Marcus, I think that having Russ be their third Hall the of plan. Famer, yeah. all star, the idea that if AD can't play, we have Russ and LeBron out here, we're still good. Or LeBron can't play, and we got AD and Russell, we'll still be good. That has not been the case. It also feels so, like they do have the pieces to maybe go like super small, just try to run and gun, right? Throw Dennis out there, throw Pat. But man, these dudes aren't young, though. Right? No. <laughs> right, right. No. You know, and they're a small team. Dennis is yeah. six one. You saw Bradley Beal dunk, gave him the two small, gave him the dunk on your head the other night. Bradley Beal six three, so, man. So that Kyle Kuzma gave a little too little to post. Did he give him one? <laughs> Like, stop it. And thinking of Kyle Kuzma, our guy. Yeah. LA, we were sitting in our courtside seats, Marcus, and we see this group of, let's say, 10 people walking, trying to find their seats, stopped right in front of the media. And I'm like, wow, those are some stunning looking, beautiful people. But it turns out one of them was Kyle Kuzma's girlfriend. There you go. And, and, and her modeling crew. Team Kuzma. They could not find their seats. Of course it was Kuz, right? Yeah. Yes. It's well, going to be interesting. Got, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. The one thing I did not do, I did not say, 
down in front. <laughs> you know why, CA? Because I was enjoying the view. Yes. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm not, we're not going down. You know what's interesting? Yeah. How does uh, Austin Reeves becoming like a fan favorite? What's, what's that like? <laughs> I mean, he's, be- he's, he's better than Mark Madsen, but it reminds me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> This dude's a rock star at crypto. And they're, they're, they're chanting MVP. Yeah, yeah I know, right? You know, and post game, he's saying stuff like, yeah, yeah, I heard that. And then Arkansas Twain, I just kept thinking, don't miss the second free throw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expect next year he's going to have like a Cuban link and a face tat. Like, you know, he's going to be sitting courtside with like some actors. Uh, Crypto.com oh, about to turn out Austin Reeves. Oh, Austin Reeves. Austin's going to have them good you, seat, seats behind the behind the dugout at the, at the Dodgers yeah, game. going to be another model yes, crew walk in, GA, and it's going to be BT going to be like, who is that? And it's going to be like, oh, no, Austin Reeves, girl. Right, right. I was like, oh, I just go like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, there ain't no way in hell a wizard going to make that trade for, for Bradley Beal. Come on now. Man. Stop, please. I, I, the thought that someone would actually say it and then write it, I was like, please, just stop it. For, for just, two just draft picks, picks in 3,028 or whenever the hell they are, ain't nobody trying to make that trade. <laughs> besides, Bradley had his chance. He did. Before they got Russ. Exactly. Had he requested a trade, perhaps he wouldn't be here now. Exactly. But that's he not, not. You guys know more. You know him better than we do, ADA. My understanding is, that's not who Bradley Beal is. Not who Bradley is. And you know what? And I say this, and I tell people this all the time. I don't understand this. He got a quarter bill. What do y'all not understand about a quarter bill? Yes. <laughs> that I'm not mad bill at him for it. Bill, and I'm not mad at him for it at all. No. <laughs> Take the quarter bill. <laughs> Man, as they say nowadays, as the young guys say, he got the bag. He got the bag. I am not mad at dude for taking the bag. <laughs> No. no, absolutely. Take the bag, young man, and don't look back twice, man. But, but you know, this is all born. What's that? This is this is all born of like everybody expects the Lakers to just go get stars. Just go get it, somebody. Is, yeah. is that the play now? <laughs> because or they always have. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Always done that. Is that the play right. now? Do they just need a couple role players? I, that indie trade still look good to me, man. Shoot, go ahead. I'll do that training. If it's there, go go do that. I don't understand the why they are what what mystical powers they think a 2029 first round pick is for them. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's just you know It is true, but for I don't know if I would do it for both picks. For you would not Miles Turner and, and Buddy Hugh. I would not. Not for not for You wouldn't do it for both. I would in a second. I, I wouldn't would. think twice about it. <laughs> not for me. I, I just don't see enough out of them. I mean, both picks for, let's say, Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. And both yeah. for DeMar DeRozan or Bradley Beal, even. Now, DeMar DeRozan makes a lot more sense for me for the, the way they play and the way he plays, you know, right. because he can get his own. He gets he gets eight free throws a game in his sleep. You know what I mean? So he could, they can set up their defense. They're not, he's not a great three point shooter, but he, he could, he's credible, right? You know what I mean? And so to me, right. De, and he's, you know, he's an LA dude. He wants to be. He wants to. Come, he always wanted to come back home. So that would make a lot of sense to me. Tomorrow would make a lot of sense. You know, and he said in the past, in several interviews over the last couple of months, 
he thought he actually would be playing for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it didn't happen. I mean, he was among the group of guys that was on their list right. last year. And it turned out, I mean, he could have signed as a free agent. The money would have been difficult to yes, try yes. to figure out. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I, I once wrote that he was willing to take less money to play for the Lakers. And I got a phone call for one Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Oakland's own Aaron Goodwin. Town biz yes, Aaron Oakland. Goodwin. Oh. <laughs> and Marcus, you can only imagine. He goes, he goes, Brad, who wrote that? I said, well, he goes, did you write that? Yeah, I did. He goes, let me tell you something. That shit ain't true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. I stand corrected, Aaron. Don't worry. My bad. Oh, we have all gotten that. We've all gotten that. Hey, Aaron Goodwin don't do less money. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> no. 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 And after that, Marcus, we have all I'm seen a, that 206 prefix. I'm a little conversation on why or what happened. I'm like, Aaron, don't you have something to do? Right. <laughs> yeah, make sure you That's understand. Bad, ain't no less money. <laughs> right, 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 right. No. Ain't no hometown no. discounts here. <laughs> Man, you start to start explaining the FICO score to me. And, <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, everything, all the, the tax ramifications. You know the, right. <laughs> oh, shit. BT, do you worry at all about uh, LeBron's legs late, late in this season? They're going to have to fight to get mm. to a spot. Like, you know, he, well, he, he's you know, playing but, hard sometimes, yeah. but he takes some time off, too. <laughs> He know how he to didn't chill. play last night. No, he didn't play last night against the Suns, and that was a back-to-back game. So there's an off day today. They play at Sacramento, so he'll play up there tomorrow night, which would be look at Wednesday. Um, I'm gonna say no, but at some point, man, all the time has got to get him completely. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's not the same high flower he once was. But he will come down and dunk on you. Yeah, yeah he looked pretty high on that open lane the Wizards gave him for game point. <laughs> yes, he did. Nah, defense playing. <laughs> uh, he had this moment where he's out there playing on both sides. Offense, defense, trying to defend. You know, but, I mean, he's, what, yeah, what's he, 38? 38, he has a 39, 38, 39, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's coming up this month. Yes, so, that's so, right. That's right. For them, they're what the twelfth seed so, behind yeah. your Golden State Warriors, <laughs> right there with them. <laughs> so, hey, so they have work to do. Hey, let me let me ask you this: While we're talking about LeBron, what do you think is more important to LeBron? Do you think having a realistic chance to contend for more chips or playing with Bronny? Ooh. Because you could probably do one or the other, but you probably can't do yes. both. That's tough. That's tough, but man. You know, you love your son. Yep, I, I you get love it. Your I kid, get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, ooh, I'm going to say winning, the, winning one more championship. Yeah. yeah. Because that would give him, what, five? Five. Yeah, so that it ties, ties, it ties him with t- with Timmy and oh no, it ties him with Kobe. With Kobe, Kobe, no way, either one by. Wait, yes, Kobe had five, right? Kobe got five, right? right. Kobe had yes. five. So we tie. Tim Duncan had five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic, right. yeah. Magic had five. Yes, yes. 
one behind one behind MJ know, and Kareem. Yeah. yeah. The 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 guy, MJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also so, one up on Steph. He'd be <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, right. and Draymond. Right, right. Yeah, right, right, Draymond. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, Can't but, be but more Draymond, Steph. Yeah. But more yeah, Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More Steph. No, no question about that. Uh, I, I, I would say that. And amongst Laker fans, and I say this all the time, that LeBron James will go down as probably one of the top two best players in NBA history. Mm-hmm. But he won't be top five best yeah. players. Oh, I hear you. I completely. And guess. that is crazy to say. No, no, it's not. It's not though. It's not though. You know, no, it kind of is, but we understand it. But it is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy, but not really. If you know, if you the history of that franchise, yeah, yes, absolutely. You know, that would be like like you, Kevin Garnett, great player. Is he one of the top five Celtics of all time? No, no, <laughs> no he's no, not. He not. <laughs> you know, he just isn't. You know, because of what the other people there did. You know, so right. yeah, yeah. Oh man, said we could do this all night, you know. Said PT, I'm a yeah, that, man. But, <laughs> but I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Brian fan, though, man. The dude has been good to me. Yeah, love yeah. talking to him. He's done some great things in the community. Yeah, he speaks up about yeah. tough issues. He sure does, and he can ball. Still can go. He still can go. He can yes, ball. He can. And I'm a, yeah. and on top of that, of course, for me, he and I do have some wine conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you should just do a book about about ballers and wine, right? man. You would ballers you know what I'm saying? I like that. I there like you go. That. See, I'm giving you ideas, man. Yeah, you, you know, CJ McCollum got a vineyard. You know, like, everybody got a vineyard. Yeah. Everybody got a vineyard. been yeah, in it for a minute. I love Greg that quote. Gave, can write the forward, right? Right? <laughs> right? Man. I love that quote he gave. So I don't know who it was, BT, last week, where he said, "Me and Tom." He didn't even have to say the last name. We about those man. chips. <laughs> Come on, man. You can just throw Tom's name out there. And you know who it is? It's Tom. You got to say a last name. He's like, yeah, LeBron, go ahead and name drop. All right, go ahead. Okay. The goal. Right, right, right. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Man, BT, thank you, brother. It's just always man, good chopping up with you. With you guys is always my, my pleasure. And my man, Marcus. 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 Hey, uh, matter of fact, um, LeBron is going to break uh, Kareem's record in the oh. Bay. So I'm going to need to know what we're going to Oh, oh, that was, yeah, oh damn. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling when it. Is it. When is that, Marcus? I got to be out there. February 23rd. February 23rd? Oh, I thought. Ah, okay. Is he on track for that then? No. A little bit. He, 30 games. No, no. It was February. I know it was February because I yeah. looked before the season. Okay. Before the season, I had kind of. You know, it was a guesstimate. If I based on his his career average, I think his career average is like 28, 29. Okay. and I'm pulled that back to like twenty five a game, and it was and it worked out sometime in February. So that's right. That so sounds right. He's got seven thirty two left, and he's averaging twenty seven. So that's twenty seven games. But I figure you take a couple off, put you right. at thirty games from now. That's that's game number sixty against the Warriors. I got Damn. your wine when you get here, though. It's going to be. Go. Hey, let me tell you something. Marcus, I'll be there. <laughs> for now, listen. Else, for, that bottle, for that bottle of wine. Now, listen. Uh, do I take the box off before I give it to you or after? Do I hand you with the box on? <laughs> well, look. 
I'm, I'm staying in my budget, DA. <laughs> you got to no, stay. You got to stay in your financial lane, Marcus. Hey, uh, should I take the box off to oh. make them think? <laughs> Hold up, man. I have several places that you can visit in Napa that you can bring a nice bottle back. I'm a, I'm a th- you know what? That's a good idea, Marcus. We should all, we should bring Brian a bottle of wine for when he breaks the record. Good bottle. Maybe I ask Popovich for a good bottle. Yeah, I got a, I got some Boone's Farm for him. You know what I'm saying? I can get some 800 up here in a minute now. <laughs> some wild Irish right, 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 right. You, know about, <laughs> you know about that Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> Give Brown a bottle of Cisco. What do you? <laughs> hey, this is from Oakland, right here, Brian. Right, right, right. right. This is from the heart. This is from the heart. <laughs> oh man, BT man, stay safe out in the streets. Appreciate you, man. my brother. In the mean, in the mean streets stay of, of LA. Stay warm. Yeah, yeah, I, we got to stay warm out here, man. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> 55 right, out here. leave that five star review on apple spotify google play wherever you get this fine american podcast marcus if them folks can't leave five stars for us what do they need to do keep it to yourself you haters we're gonna drown you in cisco and some boons <laughs> bad dog 2020 <laughs> This that stuff BT used to drink before he right, was right, right, right. Before, before he got refined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you saw one in Paris, man. There's no such thing as food for. No Cisco. My friend, like, Brad, Brad, what are you talking about? We must have a nice bottle of bread. Yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sis. All right, we're out.